It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Friday, April 21st, 2023. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. Alaska posted the nation's highest rate of increase in electronic cigarette use by young adults from 2016 to 2021, according to a report tracking patterns in all the states. As reported by the Alaska Beacon, the rate of e-cigarette use by Alaskans in that age group more than tripled, from 4.8% in 2019, the lowest rate in the nation at the time, to 15.8% in 2021, according to the report. A bill aimed at curbing youth e-cigarette use is being considered by the Alaska legislature. The measure, Senate Bill 89, would raise the legal age for purchase of e-cigarette products from the current 19 to 21. It would also impose Alaska's first state tax on e-cigarette products. The bill is sponsored by Senate President Gary Stevens, a Republican from Kodiak. It is pending in the Senate Labor and Commerce Committee, where it is scheduled to get its next hearing on April 21st. Lawmakers last year passed a similar bill that was also sponsored by Stevens, but Governor Mike Dunleavy vetoed it, citing opposition to the tax provision. The tax structure in this year's bill is different from that in the bill vetoed by Dunleavy. In 1974, a Hungarian design teacher built a cube puzzle that became a fixture of childhood play in the 1980s. Nearly 50 years later, the Rubik's Cube remains a phenomenon, and solving the colorful block puzzle has evolved into a highly competitive international sport. KCAW's Catherine Rose spoke with the Sitka High School senior who is mastering the art of competitive speed cubing. Now... To anyone out there who wants to go fast, anybody. I want to go fast. And get him a suit. In Talladega Nights, when Ricky Bobby wanted to go fast around a NASCAR speedway, he drove a race car that sounded something like this. Sitka High School senior Rihanna Bergman's version of going fast sounds a little different. Bergman is showing me her collection of Rubik's Cubes. She has a few. The move that I'm doing, this is the official cubing term for these moves, is called a sexy move. It's just six of them, and it always returns uh, the puzzle to its solved state. Moments after Bergman demonstrates the move, she solves the puzzle. That's because Bergman is a speed cuber. So I solve Rubik's Cubes really fast, an average of about 15 seconds, give or take. Bergman says she solved her very first puzzle, more than anything, out of spite. We had an exchange student staying with us from Austria who could solve a Rubik's Cube. And my brother had this Rubik's Cube that he would scramble up and leave all over the house. And then the exchange student would just solve it. And then one day the exchange student left and my brother just left an unsolved Rubik's Cube on the counter in just plain view, and it bothered me so much that I grabbed it. So she took the cube to school and convinced a friend to teach her how to solve one side. Then she took it home and watched a tutorial. She solved her first full cube in about an hour. That's when Bergman realized she wanted to go fast. My brain was like, you could probably do that in less time, and probably without the video. Let's try that again. So she started carrying the cube with her everywhere she went. I would go on walks with my mom or I'd go on like errands around town. I had this little like notepad with these algorithms written down in case I forgot them. That was five years ago. Today, she owns 15 cubes and can solve a variety of types. Bergman is competitive, but with herself. It's all about shaving off seconds to lower her average solve time. 
the more advanced you get and the faster you get, usually the more algorithms you learn. So right now, I probably know around 30, 40 algorithms, but I'm planning to learn another 50 to get through this one portion, and that should take me down to about 12 seconds average, hopefully. Like a race car, cubes have to be maintained, and it's tailored to the cuber's preferences. There's tons of different speed cubes. The one that I use is called the X-Man Tornado V3. It has adjustable magnets, an adjustable spring system, and a ton of cool stuff like that. Yes, there is, there is speed cube lube. That is a thing that exists. And it, the one I use is called Martian. It helps my cube go faster. There's different ones that slow the cube down. At the beginning of April, Bergman traveled to Anchorage for her first ever speed cubing competition. Nearly 80 cubers from Alaska, the lower 48, and even some international cubers competed in several events. Bergman recalls that only three or four of the competitors were women. Speed cubing is a male-dominated sport. Yeah, I definitely had a a lot of stress going into the competition uh, because it was like all these guys. I didn't know anyone. I didn't really want to talk to them. But then, like, I kind of realized these are speed cubers. These these are cuber people. So it's not like I'm going up to someone who I don't know and we're not going to have something in common. We're all there because we have something in common. Bergman found the environment to be very welcoming and supportive. She hoped to make it to the second round of competition in the 3 by 3 cube division. It's one of the most competitive categories that nearly every cuber entered. I had a uh, a hoodie on, and for all of my events, I had some hand warmers in my pockets. And those hand warmers lasted 12 hours, and I was very proud of them. And before all my solves, I just stuck my hands in my pocket, warmed them up a little bit, and then I solved. Bergman exceeded her expectations. She made it to the final round of 3 by 3 and placed 12th overall. She'll keep working on her solves, but she's not sure if she sees professional cubing in her future. But she plans to keep cubing through college and maybe even start a club. And she hopes to encourage people to find joy in the puzzle she's so enthralled with. The, the inventor of the puzzle himself was a architect. His name's Erno Rubik. It took him, like, a couple months to figure out how to solve the puzzle because there's 43 quintillion possible different permutations it can be in. So it's, it's a difficult puzzle, but it's not as scary as it looks. At the end of the day, for Bergman, it's not just about going fast or solving the puzzle. If you find something you like, that you enjoy, keep, keep doing it. E- even if you don't think you're as good as other people or where you want to be, still do your best and try because you're probably going to have a fun time either way. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. On Monday, the first cruise ship of 2023 docked in Juneau. On that same day, city officials signed an agreement with the cruise industry to start limiting visitor volume. Starting next year, there will be a five cruise ship daily limit in Juneau. It's a rare example of successful negotiations between a port city and the cruise industry, but some community members say it doesn't go far enough. KTOO's Anna Canny has more. The 4,000-passenger Norwegian Bliss is docked right downtown. It towers over all of Juno's buildings. The first cruise ship visitors since October are streaming off the boat, 
looking to start their iconic Alaska adventure. It was on our bucket list. I always wanted to uh, come to Alaska. So it's been on Michael's bucket list. I'm hoping to see the Northern Lights. That's on my bucket list. And uh, the glacier. Watch the glacier before Whale watching. We hope to see some whales today. Whale watching. Whale watching. Tour managers are ready with a flurry of maps and flyers. But not everyone is feeling so welcoming. We don't like to annoy, if you will, the passengers, but they need to know. Cruising has consequences. Sue Schrader is with a small group of protesters holding a massive banner. They hope passengers can see it from the boat's deck. It says, Communities Against Cruise Pollution. Juno's port only has room for five ships at a time. Some days, two ships will dock at different times, so there can be a total of six in a day. Across the industry, cruise ships are getting bigger and carrying more passengers. A day with six full ships could double the population of Juneau. A new agreement between cruise lines and the city will scale things back a bit by introducing a five-ship daily limit. Five ships is still a really busy day, but it's possible that stopping at five is the most Juneau can do. The new limit is actually not even enforceable. But city tourism manager Alexander Pierce says it could give the city more breathing room. And it could also pave the path for future negotiations with the industry. So we're able to articulate what we actually want to be as a tourism destination over the next 10, 20, 50 years. And then starting to focus on how we maximize the economic benefits to the region, given that Cruise tourism isn't going away anytime soon, but we can work to make things feel a little bit more balanced. Working closely with the cruise industry seems to be the best way to find that balance. If the city pushes too hard, the industry pushes back harder. That's the lesson Juno learned in 2016, when it got sued by the industry for how it was using the per-person tax it collects from all cruise ship passengers. And of course, the community has long been divided in their opinions about cruise tourism. Welcome to Juno, everybody. Have a great time. Glad you're here. Back on the docks, longtime Juno resident Tom Sullivan says it's an honor to welcome so many visitors. It's a very important uh, economic driver uh, in our community. But more importantly, I think it's really special that a million and a half people want to come to the little town of 30,000 that I live in because of its beauty. In the season ahead, Monday's visit will seem quiet by comparison. There are a lot of six ship days coming up. And when all is said and done, more than a million and a half visitors will have come and gone. In Juneau, I'm Anna Canny. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a look at the weather for Sitka for today, Friday, April 21st, 2023. Today, sunny with a high near 49. East winds around 10 miles per hour. You're tuned in to your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Good morning. Mm-hmm.